So, yeah, Michael Shu, who I interviewed about Sasquatch, he just texted me right now. Governor Tim Walls, a tweet about doing something about Bigfoot because there have been so many sightings in Minnesota, and he's wearing a shirt that's, like, got Sasquatch all over it. This is, like, actually from Tim Walls' like Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, here. Oh, Dig. my God. We have to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot sightings across the state of Minnesota. Have you ever seen a Squatch? Oh, my God. Yeah, so the, the boys in blue are on it. <laughs> boys in blue. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Kaylee Sarovi, your host from the Minnesota Daily, and you're tuning into In the Know, the podcast that brings you all the latest on the University of Minnesota. This episode, I have here with me Spencer White, who is the opinions editor. Hi, I'm, I'm Spencer. <laughs> I'm the opinions editor. Thanks for having me. And today we're talking about one of his stories that he did about cryptids, Sasquatch. Yeah, uh, originally it was going to be about the dog man of Minnesota, uh, who, which... Who is the dog man? So that's the thing. The dog man uh, is kind of hard to pin down, believe it or not, but it's supposedly like a werewolf type thing in like northern, in like the Iron Range, northern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was going to write about that with uh, interviews from this guy, Doug Highcheck, mm-hmm. who did like, he's he lives in Blaine, and he did a show about Sasquatch and stuff like that. And I wanted to talk to him about the dog man, but it kind of got derailed because he just really, really likes Sasquatch. Okay. And so the story was specifically about Sasquatch, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the most interesting part, not necessarily being Sasquatch so much as it was the uh, the Minnesota regent who was into Sasquatch, Michael Shue. Very nice man, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had a great time talking to him. So uh, how'd you get in... How did you know that he was into Bigfoot? Who was it? High, high check? High check, yes. Yeah. So, um, well, we were in Atlanta for our uh, little journalism convention, and I stepped out of like a, an award ceremony or whatever to talk to Doug Highcheck about Sasquatch on the phone. And I told him, oh, I'll call you back in like 10 minutes. I need to go back inside for something. I call him back, and he, he tells me, oh, uh, I was just talking with my friend who knows your boss. Like that's an ominous thing to say. So scary. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little worried, and I was like, "Oh, uh, do you want to elaborate?" He's like, "Yeah, um, I was talking to Michael Shu, uh, former regent of the University of Minnesota." I was like, "Oh, okay. Are you guys guys like friends?" And according according to Doug, they're like really, really good friends. They're former neighbors. Oh my goodness. And so I. Being a former regent, some people at the Daily had Michael's phone number, so I just got a hold of him and asked if he wanted to talk. And mm-hmm. and he, I talked to him for like an hour or so about Sasquatch. I still text. Well, as I mentioned, <laughs> I still text him. So oh my god, specifically yeah. about Sasquatch or about like oh yeah, just completely about Sasquatch. Oh my god, that's, that's that is incredible. Yeah. Atlanta was like a week ago too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's really interesting, like. That a guy like that, you you would never expect someone, I mean, like I mentioned in the story, but the last thing I expected to ever talk to a, like, regent of the University of Minnesota about was, like, Bigfoot mm-hmm. or, like, mythical creatures, you know? Yeah. So did you have any, like, what was the biggest surprise for you writing the story? I mean, the biggest surprise w- was mostly just, like, how it came about because it literally was just I called this guy who I knew was like a big Bigfoot guy mm-hmm. and he just was like oh by the way my like best friend 
is a regent at the U and also is super into Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It's like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. What, because I, I know there's a few quotes in my head that I remember specifically from this story, um, specifically about that old Sasquatch footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that is, it, I think the quote itself is, um, I was talking to Michael Shue about the, uh, the Patterson footage from 1967, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he said um, that they like confirmed, no, it was a female Sasquatch. And that raised some alarms for me. Okay, uh, how do we know that? And the answer, of course, was the large breasts of the <laughs> Sasquatch in the footage. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the nature of stuff like that, where when you're, <laughs> when you're into like, I guess the cryptid stuff, it can get a little bit weird, get a little bit wacky. I do think. You, do you believe in any of the cryptid stuff? Uh, they're like a really big interest of mine, stuff like that. I'm, I am a skeptic in that sense. I'm not a real believer, really. Mm-hmm. I think I can, I'm more convincible when it comes to like aliens or something like that. But like, I, I don't think, I don't really think that Bigfoot's real, mm-hmm. especially when it gets into like, you t- I've talked to a lot of people about it, like, working at the Daily and just generally. Mm-hmm. And, like, you'll talk to someone and they'll be like, well, the reason we haven't found it is because they're interdimensional time travelers. It's like, I think at some the point cryptids? we... Yeah, yeah, like Bigfoot. Okay, okay. That, they, that they're, like, meta metaphysical beings. <laughs> and at some point, it's like, I feel like we lost track of what's going on here. It's yeah. like some of them are like, oh, something threw a pine cone at me in the woods. And others like, yeah, I saw a beacon from God and a hairy man came out of it. It's like, OK, let's man. let's hold on. But I, I mean, I think it's all like interesting stuff. And like, I think it's for the most part, like harmless, too. Yeah. Like that's the thing that I like in my in my column. I didn't want to like I, I didn't want to like make fun of Doug or like Michael or anything like that, mm-hmm. because like. Though there are some things they said that are like a bit silly or mm-hmm. something like that to like the general public, like what they're doing is really like inoffensive and like not ter- like not just a fun hobby. Yeah, they're they're like having a good time. They're like mm-hmm. getting out. They're like they're talking with people. They're- yeah, and the book they published back in two thousand six, I think, is like pretty pretty well, pretty highly regarded, Mm -hmm. like, because it doesn't, like, necessarily say, hey, like, Bigfoot's real. It's like, hey, there's, like, weird things happening. Mm -hmm. Here's evidence for and against Bigfoot. Like, it's pretty, it's, it was pretty well-made stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, something Michael said was, like, his, like, friends would, like, to get their kids into, like, school and, like, science and stuff would, like, give them that book. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Because it's, like, something more fun than just, like, learning the table of elements. Yeah. I would say learning about Sasquatch is better than learning how (laughs) a compound is made. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unironically, like, trying, like, watching and, like, talking to people about Sasquatch has forced me to, like, learn more about, like, anthropology. Just because, like, the the terms being used, like, it's like, well, I'm going to do some Google searches into, like, actual anthropology stuff, read some things. So, like cultures or histories or like folklore like uh, more like um hominids stuff like that like uh like development of humans i guess okay that makes sense that makes sense what were your thoughts while writing this i was so excited i was having so much 
before I was the editor, most of like my favorite columns were like doing stuff like this, like talking about kind of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I interviewed ghost hunters, Bigfoot hunters, uh, Scientology. Well, I didn't interview the Scientologist. That one was tricky, but I talked about Scientology, mm-hmm. um, bikers, stuff like, like I got all over the place. So it, it's always a lot of fun for me to like talk to people like that who like are really like in depth believing like what they say. And like, it's a bit absurd to some extent, but it's like, it's way more fun than being like, all right, I'm going to interview this guy about like, um, economic shit. But yeah, no, it, it was a lot of fun and it was just really exciting. Cause it's like, it was something that was, it started off so different than like the end product and it just kept like building by the end, I was I was so pumped for it. Yeah, I remember in the ho- like the hotel, you were writing this, and you were just like, "Yeah, this is this is good. This yeah. is good stuff." <laughs> yeah, I was like, I remember we got um like five of us went to get food, and I was just like on my laptop, just like having a blast. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it makes it a lot also easier, and you become a better writer when you write about stuff that you're interested in. Yeah, yeah, and like more fun stuff, you know. Yeah, I totally agree, and. I mean, it also made it really easy. Like, I think that column itself is mostly quotes, I'm pretty sure, or at least a good chunk of it is, which is kind of rare for opinions columns. Mm -hmm. But it was just so much fun with, like, because they gave me so much to work with and they they had so much to talk about that, Mm -hmm. like, it really just made made my job so easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have some stuff in here about your own opinions. um, But, yeah, you say at the end of it, I'm very skeptical about these kinds of things, but they are a whole lot of fun to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So did you have any challenges writing this story? Yeah. The main, I, I did, um, it was supposed to come out the day before Halloween. So it'd be in our little Halloween newsletter, but it ended up coming out on Halloween, missed the newsletter. And the reason was because the night I was going to get it done is when I was talking to Doug Hycheck and he told me he knew Michael Shue. And I was like, I'm not putting this out without talking to Michael Shue. Like I just, of course, yeah. I'm not doing that. It's yeah. not worth it. So we push it off a day. I got to talk to Michael Shue and it just really, I think it really, I think that column would have been nothing without Michael Shue. Oh yeah. He definitely <clears> had some <throat> amazing stuff to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that like, that was the biggest challenge because previously I, I was struggling with finding sources. So I, well, yeah, I think not too many people are whole professionals about the whole uh, Sasquatch thing. Yeah, you'd be surprised. That oh. I, I wasn't going to go back to the Minnesota Bigfoot research team. I kind of scorned them in the past. Scorned them? That's yeah. okay. I, I, kinda, <laughs> I made fun of them in a column like a year ago. Yeah, and columns do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't go. I couldn't That's go, why they're columns. Yeah. So I couldn't go back down that well. But I, I went into this um, Facebook group of like oh, cryptid yeah, you, hunters. Yeah, you talked about that in your story. Yeah. <laughs> like the Minnesota skeptics? No, that was um that was a group of people that like don't believe anything like that. Oh, so, okay. And those people like immediately were like trying to vet me and like didn't believe I was a real person. Oh. That that one that was funny in its own right. But like that was like the fir- first guy I talked to was from them. Mm-hmm. And like he was a really interesting guy, Travis Peterson. But like it didn't really have the, I guess, the gravity that I wanted, you mm-hmm. know? Like, he's a very he's a very well-spoken guy and a very, very, very nice guy. I had a great conversation with him. 
But in terms of, like, the story itself, if I had only gotten him, which is what it was looking like for a little bit, it would basically just be me kind of vaguely talking about cryptids and being like, oh, conspiracies are whack, right? Mm -hmm. But I got in this other Facebook group of, like, Sasquatch hunters, and they got me in touch with Doug Highcheck. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned before he produced the show Monster Quest, some other stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, yeah, from there, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Did the Facebook group, did they, were they originally like, are you going to make fun of us or? Oh, no. They were, they were just on, totally on board the whole way. No, the moment, the moment I was there, they were just like, oh, this guy's on our side. I love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seemed, admittedly, like, if I were them, I would be a little more skeptical of some guy showing up and going, hey, who wants to be interviewed for this? Because, mm-hmm. like, especially given it my not, I guess, I guess I'm pretty low on the bar of journalists, but like if it took one Google search for them to find out that I've made fun of people like them many times. So, but Hey, I'm that they did me well. They got me in touch with Doug and Mm -hmm. Michael. So, and I had great conversations with both of them. So, yeah, that's, I love that. I would have, if I were doing the story, I would have also have been having a blast. Like I can't imagine the fun writing this. Like I, I remember during we were, because at the beginning, you you kind of talk about, like, the certain cryptids that, like, people know about. Um, and I you talked about Mothman for a few <laughs> sentences. And I remember talking to Alex, who's our editor-in-chief. Uh, he, was, he didn't know who Mothman was. And so I literally had to show him a photo of, like, the statue of Mothman. And I, was, I was remember thinking, like, yep, this is why we write. <laughs> well, I don't mean to put you on blast, Kaylee. But oh. more specifically, you showed him a picture of Mothman's beautiful butt. <laughs> and how sculpted and firm it is. I, I did also show that. I sh- well, I sh- okay, I should say I showed him the uh, what the front of Mothman first, and I was like, wait a minute, you got to look at the behind yeah, also, because like they put it on the statue, they knew what people were gonna look at. It's magnificent ass. It is. It, it, is. it really is. But do you uh, hope that after after reading this and after writing it and after getting like a comment and what people say about it, do you wish for them? your readers to take away anything from this story? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I kind of ended it off was talking about, like, conspiracy generally and, like, how detrimental it can be. But I think I think there's, like, a really fine line to walk in terms of conspiracy because I think, personally, conspiracy is super fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's just, like, even even if you, like, go into it, like, thinking it's, like, not true... That's the word I'll use. Uh, it it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to think about. Oh, what if uh, there are like aliens, or what if there's mm-hmm. something in the woods we don't know about? Like, mm-hmm. it can be a lot of fun. The problem that really comes in is when it gets taken too far, or like when it's manipulated or used in a way to like cause like harm. Yeah, like you can see that a little bit with. Um, with like UFO people, UFO people can get a bit crazy because they want to cause mistrust. Yeah, yeah, because like it's you believing in UFOs and uh, UAPs as they like to call them. UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. That's how you know someone's in too deep on UFOs if okay. they start calling them UAPs. Good to They've know. They've crossed the line somewhere, but um. Like, there's, like, an inherent, like, governmental distrust that comes with that. And mm-hmm. personally, I think governmental distrust is a good thing because, like, 
they do shady things constantly. So, like, and that's kind of, like, what our role is as journalists, to, like, look into that, whatever. We got to research, yeah. Yeah. The problem is we research. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you're just, like... There's facts to back it up. (laughs) Yeah. When you're just some dude who's, like, yo, my buddy said that he saw a spaceship and the government is covering it up. It's, like, okay... At some point here, we need, like, there needs to be actual evidence of something before you just go, like, pointing fingers and, like, causing trouble. And it really becomes a problem when, like, I did a story about UFOs way, way back, like, early days at the Daily Mm -hmm. for me. And um, there, it was this group, the name escapes me now, but it was, like, the MUFON, Minnesota UFO Network. MUFON, okay. Um, And MUFON... They had, like, a almost like a trauma response team that would go and talk to people who had, like, experienced, air quotes, experienced, like, um, abductions or something like that. And they'd go talk them through it or something. But it's, like, they didn't have anything in place to, like, determine, oh, has this, does this person need to talk about how they were abducted by a UFO? Or do they need, like, the help of a psychiatrist? And yep. it's, like, just yep. some, like, some, like, 50-year-old w- woman going there and, j- like, being, like, she was a very nice lady I spoke to, mm-hmm. but when she just shows up and is, like, oh, my God, tell me about how you were probed. That's crazy, dude. Oh. And it's, like, that's not, oh, what is, who is that helping? Like, these no. are people who seem to be in some way, like, going through trauma mm-hmm. and you're just like showing up and, and saying oh man damn yeah. aliens are maybe, whack huh? maybe not the maybe not the 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 response that you want yeah what did people think about that story do you remember um i i i remember um i got like an email about it but i i oh. don't really remember yeah i think it did well i don't know mm-hmm we don't get many comments at the daily here, so you guys should you guys should figure that out, listeners. Well, I should say that opinions does get a lot more comments than a lot of these other desks. That is true. They're never very nice, though. No, like the, <laughs> like the most recent one that you did of mice and majors. Yeah, I got called a tabloid journalist. Someone someone got mad that I implied you could become a therapist or psychiatry psychiatrist with a psychology major, which you can do. You, I'm pretty. There sure are you some can. extra steps after it, yeah. but you can start there. Yeah. You can definitely have a background in it I will, and, get, and become a therapist, yeah. I will go to great lengths to not be wrong about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, I feel like, um, especially since it's from opinions, that more people yeah. are willing to share their opinions. Oh, yeah. I kind of like it, to be honest. Like, I, I like to talk the talk, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I like to keep the conversations going. I. I like when I like when they s talk me so I can s talk them back. Is is how we're gonna go about saying it. But I mean, oh, meat eater. I want to get into him a little bit. We, yes, meat eater. He's a commenter, or he was. He was meat eater. If you can hear me, please come back. I miss you so <laughs> much. Meat eater never left a nice comment in his life, and it, he was great. Meat eater would just show up on about two columns a week. Just rip into whoever wrote it, just making fun of them, and that was it. That was his whole deal. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen him in months. Mm. So, Meat Eater, if you're out there, please, please come back. Maybe he was a scorned uh, ex-employee 
of the opinions column. I had I had a theory that he might have been one of the other columnists at the time. Oh. And but uh I never had anything to qualify that. So that's yeah. yeah. That is just a conspiracy that I made up. Just <laughs> We do it all the time. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. That's what that's what media is all about, I think. Making things up and lying to the people. Do you remember one of his do you is there like a comment of his that you remember specifically, like word for word? Um, not word for word, but because uh, a lot of them would be like really like like a paragraph that's like relatively thought out and like is really mean, but like is like well well written. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, he'd just do one and be like, "This is garbage," <laughs> just like just not even any critiques or feedback. Just this sucks. Oh, he was an all time hater. He is a ha- in the hater hall of fame. Wow, that yeah. I wonder who you have to be to have that much hate in you. I don't know, but I hope he comes back one day. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember here. I remember um, hearing about that this past summer, like Meat Eater. I was like, "Who is this person?" I kept. I was like, "Why does he do that? Why does he do what he do?" Do you have any favorite cryptid or folklore stories that you like researched about? Yeah, um, I haven't gotten the most in depth on this, but like it was one of my favorites when I was younger. Chupacabras. Oh, chupacabras. I like chupacabras. Yeah. I, I like the name. I like that it means goat sucker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he would steal goats from, like, farms and stuff. Yeah, 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 suck their blood right on out of them. Yeah, like a goat vampire. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really wish, I, I remember as a kid being like, I wish I had a chupacabra friend, and I don't know if I want that. No. I don't think that was a well-thought-out plan by, like, nine-year-old Spencer. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just wanted a friend. <laughs> fair, fair. Hurtful, first off. <laughs> But fair. <laughs> no, I remember as a kid, like, because there used to be the show Finding Bigfoot. Like, yeah, it would come yeah, out yeah, like yeah. every Sunday night, and me and my family would sit down and watch it um, just about every week. And I remember being terrified that Bigfoot was real. I'm like, I, I cannot believe that there's this creature out there who just is giant and scary. And I remember hearing about all like the different like variations between like the states. Hmm. Like down in Florida, it's skunk ape. That is awesome. Yep. Skunk ape. Skunk I ape. love that. Yep. He's he's in the swamps. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's smelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about um, finding Bigfoot. Like yeah. My like original, um, I wouldn't call it love or passion, but I guess intrigue and like stuff like this would be uh, when I was like, I mentioned it in the column, but like when I was a kid, I'd be like driving late at night uh, mm-hmm. with like my family, like going somewhere. And my dad would always throw on um, Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Or mm-hmm. I guess probably George Norrie. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. One of the hosts of Coast to Coast AM. And it, Coast to Coast AM, if you're unaware, is just like an old radio. Well, not really old. It's still on. But like a conspiratorial radio show where they talk mm. about Bigfoot, UFOs, ghosts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They take a lot of callers who will just call in and be like, I had an experience with a ghost. And Art Bell or George Norrie, whichever, Art Bell was superior, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there, mm-hmm. um, would just go into it and talk about, talk to them and like almost always just take them at face value. And it was, it was wonderful. Is that where you like first learned about like conspiracy theories? Yeah, yeah. That was my introduction to it. This, this was a very, very young age, by the yeah. way. Like I was like sitting in the back seat, like four years old, like, oh my God, dad, UFOs are real. He's like, I don't know. I think there was always a time where we're as kids, we're like, oh my God, UFOs are real. 
Oh, yeah. And yeah, then you grow up, sure. you're like, mm, I don't think they are, but. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on the rest of the story that we didn't talk about? Any big moments? Any big light bulb moments? I mean, there wasn't anything really light bulb. It was mostly just like, it, it was kind of a, of a, a snowball type thing where it started off like really, really small and like the scope of it was kind of st- stupid, to be honest. Like I didn't really know where I was going with it and then mm-hmm. it just really picked up but steam. you had an idea. But I had an idea and I was saved by Michael Shue and Doug Highcheck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got me where I needed to go. No, I after reading your this story, I was like, oh my God, all my friends need to read this. This is awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, no. Promotion. Let's <laughs> no, go. I talk about him. <laughs> and I, I, um, I talked a little bit about that story that you put out recently, the Of Mice and oh, yeah. Campus one. No, Of Mice. Of and Mice Maj- and Majors, yeah. Yeah, it was a campus caucus. I'm a big alliteration guy. Yeah. The title of your story is Creatures on Campus. Yeah. I, I, it's a go-to. It's mm-hmm. a go-to. Did I mention they invited me to look for Bigfoot? <gasps> I don't know if I mentioned that. No, you didn't. It was not like a formal invitation. But Michael Shu did imply that in the future I could look for Bigfoot with them. That's incredible. Are you going to if they ever like formally offer it? If they formally op- offer it and I like have the capacity to do so, I will. That's incredible. They've, um, Doug has some land in like, uh, or it's not his necessarily, but mm-hmm. where he does a lot of his research is this cabin in like northern Canada, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So that's a bit of a trek, but mm-hmm. I, if, if the opportunity arose, I'm not saying no to that. No, that would be an amazing experience. That oh yeah. It'd be so fun. Yeah. Someone I, similarly, someone I interviewed for like my previous Bigfoot column, he has some land in Brainerd, I'm pretty sure, or near Brainerd. Mm-hmm. And he, he has offered, he has said if I wanted to, I could go out to his land and look around. You must love your job. Oh, it's, it's so great. <laughs> It's so awesome. Being, being like, I mean, not formally offered, but like sort of invited to yeah, go hunt yeah. for Bigfoot. That's amazing. You don't really get that with a whole lot of other jobs, I would say. So No, no. <laughs> you don't get that with most jobs at the Minnesota Daily. <laughs> no, definitely not. I can't say that I've had people be like, hey, you want to go Bigfoot hunting or you want to go s- try and find some UFOs? No. <laughs> uh, look, I... I know some people. I can get you in touch <laughs> if you want that to change. <laughs> I appreciate the offer. Oh, my gosh. So I also did want to ask, how long have you been at The Daily? Um, this is my second year at The Daily. I started last fall as a columnist, mm-hmm. uh, became the opinions editor at the end of last school year. Mm-hmm. Here I am now. Here you are now, and you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all do really good jobs here. But I'm just kind of tooting my own horn. <laughs> um, well, I think that is the end. Unless anything else? Oh, yeah. No, we can end here. Sure. I, yeah. I, I've said about all I can say at this point. I mean, I wrote an entire column about it and yeah. sp- spoke for how go, long. Go read it if you want to. It's The story is incredible. Yeah. And leave a like and a comment, please. <laughs> I don't know. Can't, well, they can't do likes on the website. Yeah. Most yeah. people usually don't, though. No. That's fine, though. They don't respect us. <laughs> <laughs> they don't respect the student journalists. <laughs> no, no. No, I can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> well, this has been a wonderful um, talk with you, Spencer. I have enjoyed hearing your opinions as the opinions editor. <laughs> um, I'm sure you have a lot more. Um, 
this episode was just me, Kaylee Rovi, and Spencer White. As always, we appreciate you listening in, and feel free to leave us an email at podcasting at mndaily.com with comments or questions. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Spencer. And this is In the Know.